behind Q. He's working for the president, he's working for our country. Alien Welcome, listeners, to the 16th chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Soros Rent Boys Bang Bus episode. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your co-host, Julian. We're here with the original Tapwater Goblin, Travis View. Travis, it was recently revealed that I pour you out into my sink before each episode to give you some breathing time and let you guest on the podcast. Now that the truth is out, do you feel like a weight has been lifted from your shoulders? Huge relief, huge relief. That's been revealed. <laughs> I am Odo from Star Trek Nine. I just slid under the door today. Uh, Travis, before we jump into some breaking news, I know that you've been swimming the deep, dark waters of Lake Q, and you refuse to use condoms. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it's a tough choice. I understand it, though, and I respect it. Uh, what's been going on with the QAnon community? What's, what's the latest and greatest? Well, just today, uh, Trump tweeted um, an uh, insult to Adam Schiff. Except he misspelled it Adam Shit. Classic. Yes, yeah, he re- replaced the uh, two Fs at the end of Adam Schiff's uh, name with two Ts. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and uh, really the QAnon good. community noticed that the two Fs were, were missing. And of course, misspellings matter in the QAnon community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they thought the two Fs would meant false, false flag. flag. Yes. Oh my F- God. Bum, 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 false why, flag. Why would he take it out then? Well, it was it was it was code. It was it was telling the QAnon community to to pay attention to what's missing. You know, yeah. It's like jazz. You know, you listen to the notes that are missing. He's like, this is actually about a false flag, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and and they think that it's sort of a code about the uh, the false flag, uh, uh, the, the California fires. How these are false flags, and this was a this was a secret code. So that's what they've been up to just today. I mean, it's cl- it's clearly like a juvenile. Insults that he's levying at this yeah. guy. Right? Oh, I yo, mean, there's no, yeah, it's, there's no know. way to interpret this. As yeah, like, that's what Trump is best at doing. He's like, I'm gonna take. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna take a strategy that I used in second grade on the playground. I'm going to apply it here today on Twitter. That's correct. And people go fucking nuts over it. They're like, like uh, I just saw on CNN, it was like, Adam Schiff responds to Trump insult. It's like, Jesus Christ. But, who... but what I love is, you know, you have your levels of intelligence, right? So the guy's like, Adam Schiff, more like Adam shit. And then like some people are like, that is so embarrassing. Other people are like, that's pretty funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then other people still are like, it's code. It's code. <laughs> yeah. That takes a whole level of fucking galaxy brain to go there. Yeah, this is why this is why I love the QAnon community. They it's like they they operate like from like the opposite of Occam's razor. You know, just like I was the, I was just thinking that yesterday. Yeah. I was like I, I I there's no application of Occam's razor in the QAnon community. They never want the simple answer. It's just impossible for them to just be like, well, yep, he said that because he yeah he's, he's making to say he's, that. oh he's making a poop joke, which is really yeah. the simplest answer, yeah. probably the most accurate one. But yeah. they they want to go from like the most craziest, most elaborate. You know, mm-hmm. Byzantine answer that they can find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you take out the two F's, and when you remove the two F's, instead of it actually meaning that you're removing a false flag, it actually means to watch out for one potentially coming Tuesday. I mean, they literally think this guy is Professor Xavier from the X Men. So they're like, if he if he said poopy. He must have meant, yeah. I communicate with all hearts and souls across this nation, and I'm spiritually, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he designated spelled, to lead you. He spelled it P-U-P-E-E. Oh, man. And the last, so the last Q drop was just his his prediction of the final Senate outcome. 
Yeah, yeah he finally got those numbers, right? The 5347 that wasn't matching. Yeah, yeah. he finally got it after yeah. after a couple. Now I wonder, I wonder if um if QAnon is is in fact the real deal if they did some uh, dirty behind the scenes election dealings to make sure that that number lined yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't the, the thing that's funny is like they already had spent a good amount of time saying, well, he misleads on purpose, you know, like that. This is this is this makes sense that he would do the number wrong or whatever. So so they had already done the work to go there. It's very hard then to go, oh, see, it came. I, I knew <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, this has gone through a lot of iterations. Obviously, when the first time that Q said uh, 5347, it was suspected it was going to be the Kavanaugh vote. Of course. That, yeah. that wound up being 5048. And then they said, like, oh, actually, it's uh, it was the vote on this sort of this arms sale, the Saudi Arabia, who was calling mm. attention to that. And other people said, like, oh, it was a uh, 53 minus 47, which is six. Yeah. And other people said that, oh, actually, uh, 53 was the age of Kavanaugh. And then 47 is the age of Amy Barrett, who is a who a lot of people think is going to be next in line to be on the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And so it was these two ages. And then finally, because, you know, it, it's, it's looking like the Senate's going to be 53, 47. They yeah. decided, oh, thank God. That, that's that's what it is. No. That's what it is the whole time. Well, sweet, and the sweet Jesus. The Thank funny you. thing is, is that like, okay, well, if that's what he was, if that's what he meant all along, so we're we're supposing that QAnon somehow knew the end result of yes. these elections oh, that were yeah, still yeah. ongoing, which would then mean that, that Q himself is is election meddling, which is exactly what the you know the community right. is rallying against in Arizona and and for a while in Florida. I, I can't and Georgia. tell. I can't tell if Q is Nancy Pelosi or Wolf Blitzer. It's definitely one of them too, because just the awful predictions, the inconsistent uh, lines of thought. Um, but but also there was a, an issue with the Red Cross recently. With this, the Red Cross was a Q villain, but then yes. Trump said so, or something positive about the Red Cross, and now there's a big. The, yeah, this was another issue. Yeah, and many Q drops. In fact, one uh, last year, it's been, this has been going for a long time. Q called the Red Cross corrupt, and yeah. um, he's not he's not actually wrong. They're they are <laughs> yeah, a, right. as far as other NGOs go, like they are legendarily bad at getting the money that's given to them to the actual causes. That right, because they're, they're spending it on trafficking children. Nope, right, nope right. that's it's not what I'm trying to say. say. <laughs> not yeah. in any way what I'm trying to go and say. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so they think that it's corrupt on the level of, like, trafficking children. Right. It's sort of a, a means to get some more mm -hmm. uh, adrenochrome. Yeah. Yes, but, uh, of but, course. But recently there was a text uh, from uh, Lara Trump, who is the, uh, the uh, wife of Eric Trump, and um, in which she in which she encouraged people to donate to the Red Cross right. in order to help people who are affected by the California wild, wildfires. Right. And this confused the Q community. Yeah. Well, of course, no. Travis, of course, they of course she did, because now they can track that money. Exactly. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, but because that's, if you've seen the pictures that the fires are caused by lasers from space. Yeah, yeah, right. And so she's saying donate through Red Cross to say they're corrupt. I'm attaching their name to this. The Red Cross is actually shooting those lasers potentially yeah. and the funny to then get more money to smuggle more children through. Uh, I think it's there was another theory that, that the, like they were burning the forest of the uh, fast train or some sort of transportation thing. Oh, yes. Like they, that it followed the exact lines of this future mode of transportation that the cabal is going to use to transport. They children. were like, damn, <laughs> can't, they were like, damn, somebody cleared out all these trees and wildlife for us before we built our train. Yeah, it's true. Um, the, the but point, wait, that is a thing, right? Like, yes, yes, yeah. Okay. The theory is like they sort of uh, lay, they laid up like a map of sort of the wildfires uh -huh. on top of a map of the projected uh, route of the uh, future train and they said like, oh, they're using lasers to sort of like destroy all this property mm -hmm. in order to create the route 
for the for the train. Yeah. Which um, you'd think they'd throw Elon Musk in there. The guy's literally building underground tunnels on a on private dime. Like, wouldn't he be the one to create this child smuggling ring? Yeah. I feel, I feel like you know, Elon Musk is, is such a you know uh, a weirdo. He has to be sort of in Q, on Q's side in the QAnon theory. I don't know if they. I don't, haven't seen them talk about him much um, at all. I don't. No. I don't think that Elon Musk is uh, in any way though like a pedophile or whatever because no. he's called other people pedophiles. Yes. And so if you call that, another person a pedophile, you can't be one. It's the rule of. of that's that's, that's yeah. the rule. That's, that's the rule. The f- Attention listener, we are under attack. Yes, we've been called out by the president and CEO of QAnon, Neon Revolt. No, that's not a synth pop band from the aughts or your favorite neighborhood gay bar. It's a red-blooded old-fashioned patriot with the following blog bio. Honor, duty, faith, family, and tradition. These things will lead to a resurgence of the West. Without them, we perish. Anti-degeneracy, anti-Marxist, anti-revolution so uh the guy's name is neon revolt and he's anti-revolution already we have an issue on his grifter ass website you can purchase hideous QAnon hats or a woman's t-shirt that says corrupt broken traitors justice jail death QAnon. <laughs> in case in, in case you miss the theme neon revolt named the t-shirt tribunals exclamation point so i just want to spend an episode dissecting the insane stream of tldr this guy published under the following catchy economical title your frustration is their torment. Hashtag mercenary propagandists like at Travis underscore view at Rothschild MD at Will Summer at Jared Holt at Jordan Yule will fail. Hashtag new Q. Hashtag QAnon. Hashtag neon revolt. Hashtag panic in DC. Hashtag great awakening. So this article actually begins with a crude meme featuring a fearsome scowling captain from uh, an 1864 U.S. Navy propaganda poster, and in a variety of fonts in the classic boomer style, all around him it says, Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead, it is cue or die! Where we go one, we go all. Um, So here's the opening passage of this guy's post, uh, which is approximately 5,000 words long. For comparison, that's about a tenth of a short novel. Um, That's pretty consistent across his his articles. He likes to write. I'll be honest. I wasn't sure how to begin this article. I went back and forth for a few days, wrote a few thousand words up, and then tossed it. Because somehow, I wasn't getting to the heart of what I was trying to communicate. I think it's safe to say almost all hashtag QPatriots have been experiencing a lot of frustration over the past week or so in the wake of the midterms and 11-11. It's beyond frustration, actually. It's moved into the territory of despair as we watch those who hate us, who wish nothing but death and destruction upon our heads. Like we all do, right, gentlemen? this entire podcast is just us wishing death on everybody because we're that dark. Death and destruction upon our heads, seemingly succeeding across multiple domains simultaneously. (laughs) Elections are being stolen. California is burning. Mm. And where's Q in all of this? I want to do something I don't usually do and start by asking my readers a few serious questions. No, we're not going to go over the reasons for believing in Q again. I did that in the last article. So if you need to read something along those lines, go there. Read that. Stop bothering me about that. No. What I want to know is this. Do you understand that we are at war? The weight of that question falls upon me pretty keenly. I should get into like reading audiobooks and stuff. Like yeah. I, I feel like I'm actually kind of mm. better at this than I thought. Okay. You, you could be the voice of the far right. Cool. I hope they pay. I hope they have health insurance. Well, 
actually, they do get funded better than uh, the left. <laughs> do you understand that we are at war? The weight of that question falls upon me pretty keenly, considering we just went through Armistice Day, a time of remembrance for the end of World War I, called the Great War at the time, because it was so savage and terrible. The world thought there would never be another war to match it, let alone supersede it. To describe the battlefields of World War I as anything other than a human meat grinder is to not fully appreciate the depth of destruction that befell the continent of Europe. And so again, I ask you, do you understand that we are at this very moment at war? Mm -hmm. Do you believe that our enemies are real? And want nothing for us than utter ruination? Let's stop for one moment to just say that, that the people that are currently being talked about are Travis, us two, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I mean... Yeah, my... my. I don't want to hurt this guy's feelings, but like we, we're not the most fearsome. He touches on that later, but <laughs> it, honestly, it's, it's very hard to read this beginning because he paints us as such a fearsome force. And then later, he really takes us apart. So, you know, we can talk about like, that later. He doesn't, but. he doesn't realize that I, I had to, like, use my girlfriend's um, credit card last night to Venmo McDonald's to myself at four in the morning because I, I my Soros check just really hasn't come in the mail. I've been fucking waiting for it. But J Jake, before the episode, was was standing around with me and Travis, and I could tell he was he was actually bothered that the QAnon community had finally taken note of us and was attacking us directly because... You know, in his mind, he, he I think he had the fantasy that maybe he was going to get to stay friends, you know? Yeah, it's like you idiots. Like if you listen <laughs> if you if you listen to me, like if you listen to me like try to challenge like some of like Julian's, you know, historical understanding and knowledge, like you'll see I'm I'm not I wouldn't say I'm on your side, but I'm down for some of this shit. Like I'm down for Spygate, like I'm down for, you know, the corruption and degradation of the Democratic Party. Like I I I'm I'm with you on that. I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm not I, so with you on um, you know, some some of the other stuff that's that is not a uh, beneficial for me or my um uh you know a not uh, chosen religion honestly i think you had them at you idiots you know i think <laughs> you um, idiots you idiots but yeah so the fearsome that's who they're talking about you know that, that we're real enemies who want nothing but utter ruination for some guy called uh, neon cage or whatever yes we're so well funded that we're actually losing money on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay um uh, we are incredibly well funded by Soros. Please donate to our Patreon. We love to ritualistically humiliate ourselves through Patreon, even though we have lots of money. Please, please. Okay. Do you believe that our enemies are real and want nothing for us than other ruination? That they'll stop at nothing to see our lives extinguished and our children enslaved. I, I so will actually. There's honest, a lot that I would stop at. I mean, if you know, I don't know, a new Pokemon game comes out, I'll, I'll stop honestly, to play if, that. If honestly. I heard like a child cry, I could not continue to try to enslave them. Like I would immediately stop my enslaving and be like, "Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> like, do you need like? Can I help you in some way to find your mother or father?" He's right though that I want the entire Neon Revolt crushed beneath the authoritarian boot of my regime, the new caliphate of QAnon Anonymous. Do you believe that brave men and women have already sacrificed their lives in fighting what are perhaps the greatest enemies of this nation? <laughs> I am fucking honored, TBPH. Yeah. Like, no, I, no, and indeed the world. And indeed the world has ever faced. We are, so let me resume, the greatest enemies the world has ever faced. There is no villain larger than some podcasters 
and some other dudes who take some time from their main job to maybe write a couple articles making fun of these people. We aren't the uh, you know the greatest enemies, but we're sort of on their side. Yes. It's why, it's why he, he right. calls us their mercenary propagandists. Right. And the idea is that it's like we're sort of uh, we're sort of uh, in their employ. Yeah. At least. I honestly, until Sora started paying me, I was uh, just like a, a pro gun guy on YouTube. Right. Um, and, and I did a lot of like um, like homemade KKK videos and stuff like that. But then Soros was like, hey, uh, have you heard of Jewish money? It's worth twice as much as Goy money. And at that point, I enslaved myself to him in a blood ritual. And um, Jake was the little girl that I brought with me. And he was transformed as part of the, the, the price, if you want to. Into, mm-hmm. into the man we see here today. I, I have no adrenochrome left in my body. Nothing. So now yeah. when when danger strikes, I just kind of like, I kind of slowly poo into my pants, but I don't really feel anything but bad. But the cabal doesn't even see you. You no. are invisible to them. You know our enemy's capabilities. <laughs> they know how to record and put out a podcast. Yeah, they know how to record and put out a podcast. And one of them is way overdue for an oil change, <laughs> mostly because he can't afford it. <laughs> and what's more, you know, Thanks to Q, their intention for us. Enslave and destroy. You know what they would have done had they retained power? Oh, yes, right. Hillary. Yeah. No, wait. Yes, Obama to Hillary. And And we're involved in that. And now I ask you another question. Would you rather settle and live under their rule? Or do you believe that we deserve a fighting chance? (laughs) Something clicked in me these past few days. (laughs) At first, I'll be honest. I was feeling a bit like everyone else, a bit down, a bit underwhelmed, a bit disappointed. And that that doesn't sound like you're up against the group. That sounds like you didn't get, (laughs) that sounds like you didn't get the part in the school play that you wanted. I wanted the (laughs) Super Nintendo, but my dad got me the Genesis. I wanted to play Tevia, but instead I was cast as Model the Tailor, a significantly less important character in Fiddler on the Roof. These Nikes are not part of the latest drop. They're two years old. (laughs) And then... I saw the behavior of our enemies. I saw article after article shot across the web by what I'm now dubbing hashtag mercenary propagandists berating hashtag QAnon and his followers. Those pathetic rubes and flyover country gullible enough to buy into all these conspiratorial horse feathers. I'm sorry, but does that not show his age? Yeah. Like, there's no way someone under 40 writes conspiratorial horse feathers. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Or f- is he is he in the saloon in yeah. the Old West? Or or flyover country gullible. You know what he is? He's like the store. He's like the guy who 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 holds the store at the local town. You know, and he's just yeah. like. Well, conspiratorial goose feathers. And then two hours later, they've tarred and feathered him because he sucks at getting drunk. (laughs) Uh, And then he writes, you know the type. I could almost hear them saying between the lines, barely able to keep their smug insinuation and sense of parentheses, nearly unbridled self-satisfaction contained. There's a lot of words there. (laughs) That's a lot of stuff. Well, like, I mean, look, what's wrong with self-satisfaction? I mean, most of the most of these guys, like Neon Revolt, I mean, they run on self-satisfaction. Like, he's got to be satisfied with some of this shit. He puts too much wor- effort into yeah. constructing these sentences. That If you look at the beginning of this, it sounds like, oh, we're in a battle, we're in a war. But by the end, you'll see he's claiming victory already. So it's like this—there's inc- There's actually an amazing um, rhythm to almost all— kind of QAnon missives because it walks you through all the different emotions. There's a part where you're desperate and the enemy is out to get you. Then there's a part where you're powerful. You've already won. And then there's a part where these people are soy boys. They're pathetic. We've crushed that. There's so many different. It's like you get worked through all these phases. 
Yeah, I, th- I think what he's really hitting on in the sort of this this last paragraph is sort of this fear of uh, humiliation and mm. this uh, the idea that you know the, uh, the 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 evil elites who want to destroy you they're uh, they're laughing at they're you. Laughing. They think you're so stupid, you 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 dumb dumb flyover rube. They they <laughs> get together with their little podcast and they talk yeah. about what dipshits you people are for believing your nonsense. Which just, I, I want to be clear, like none of us think these people are dipshits. No. We think that this belief system is a problematic belief system that's fucking people's minds, but these people have nothing inherently yeah. wrong with them. Yeah, I mean it's... I mean, a, Neon Revolt does, but that's because he's, you yeah. know... Yeah, it's like, it's like lots of like, you know, I, I hear from all the time from like people who have like family members who mm. buy into the Q nonsense, <laughs> you know, and like they, they like, it's like they, they really care about them and they're, yeah. they're heartbroken that they're buying into this. Yep. So it's not that, so it's not that like uh, every Q skeptic, you know, just thinks that they're, they're just, just hate that you buy into this horseshit. It's like yeah. that, uh, you know, when he was like, they're, they're laughing at you. It's like that scene in the movies where they cut together big groups of people and they're cutting from person to person. He's like, ah, ha, 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 And they're doing the echo effect on the laughter <laughs> yeah. so that they show the characters traumatized. Yeah. Like, that's what he's trying to, like, work you up into in his words here. When really, like, he should be reaching out to us, like, you know, me specifically, you know, and, be, and, be, and being like, wow, the fact they're even talking about it and they're, you know, maybe with a little bit, a little bit of love and uh, some extra tendon, tender care and, yeah. you know, gentleness, we can actually bring these guys over to our side and make them see and you know turn their podcast right around i think one of the things that that pisses him off is like the small attempts at humor in all of neon revolts content is always like incredibly angry cynical humor yeah like he's not a very funny guy and so i think that uh any laughter for him is very disturbing right it's it's like that weird kid in junior high who would like make kind of uncomfortable like the only jokes he made like made you a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and like kind of worried about what he you know what he might do yeah you (laughs) you laugh because you're like i don't want to be first on his list the thing is about neon is that i get dunked on by q believers like every single day Mm -hmm. like they like they they <laughs> question my motives and they call me an idiot in my DMs. I can't it, believe he's. I can't, I can't believe Travis is crying, Jake. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it hurts me to my core. It's just devastating. <laughs> and but but mostly it's the same old shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. But this guy's creative, you know. Yeah. It's like he comes up with cool nicknames. Yeah. He said that you know I he looked at my uh, AVI and it says like it smells of like seasonal depression. No one else has uh, given me <laughs> That's quite amazing. I know. He said yeah. So specific. Exactly. It's like it's like I. Th- Ooh, it's like, you suffer from anxiety, sir. All right. He cra- he cra- he, cra- he kind of cracks me up because like no Q believer insults me quite with his level of creativity. Oh, so yeah. I, I kind of like Neon. Well, yeah. and, and I'm sure he hates the fact that he hates you so much more than you hate him. That's that's got to right. bother him on some on yeah. some level. It yeah. always does with these guys when it, when it's like well they, they they really want you so badly to kind of like lash out and be like and be like yeah man well like fuck you like you yeah, yeah I was paid by Soros so, so what fuck you and he's like ah, I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You, sh- you showed your Jewish teeth yeah you showed your hand I mean yeah in his, in his writings like, he's been he's been sort of like he's had a few posts about me for like for the past month or so he's, yeah. he's post about me on Gab he's going back and, and forth with his nicknames yeah and uh, yeah exactly and he and uh, you know it's obvious like he's like like is isn't that he thinks that like um my my tweets are stupid but he does but he, he just he just wants me to be like sort of demonized to humiliated he yeah, wants me he wants course. me to he wants to me to be like you know feel like uh, awful about myself it's like yeah. it's this it's this weird sort of like um you know uh, it's really it's like you know the, the Ben Shapiro YouTube videos where they say like you know Ben Shapiro destroys so so yeah. it isn't like you know Ben Shapiro 
uh, creates a cogent argument that refutes yeah. his opponent. You know, it's mm-hmm. never it's never that cold. It's always about destruction, humiliation, and ruination. Yeah, and that's what. That's so true. You say you're a girl, but you were born with a penis. Boom. Yeah. The, Logic. the interesting thing to me is like when he, you know, you you read you read this article and and you know you get a sense of this large scale, you know, ultimate enemy that he's going after, but like. What you've got like you got like what like seven thousand Twitter like yeah. you know like you're reaching you know why isn't he going after the big guys why isn't he going after the Seth Abramsons and the, and the guys with the five hundred follow the five hundred thousand followers note the, we are not actually thing. proposing that John no. Revolt harass Seth Abramson uh, I am actually <laughs> note uh, my lawyer has uh, called on me to distance myself from Jake's yeah. I'm getting weird call- texts and calls from Julian's lawyer but I'm still gonna go ahead and say <laughs> you know you should definitely harass that guy because he's like way, he's way more annoying than Travis is. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's like, I have like a few thousand Twitter followers and I like, I drove my daughter to uh, ballet lessons yesterday and you that's know, interesting. I, Travis, yeah. where? <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, so, you're, you're, you're everything not, that he should, that not, he not, should respect. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm not like, you're it's a good like, family man. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm a, I'm an incredible normie in my day to day life. Yeah. And, Jake, meanwhile, takes half an hour to shit, masturbates twice a day and he eats bacon in the morning. Dude, did you fucking plant like a camera on my fucking like <laughs> like shirt pocket? What's going on? Come on, man. Someone needs a neon revolt, if you know what I mean. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so soon our man Neon Revolt uh, has moved on in his article uh, to the apparently bumpy move from Reddit to vote, which he has to kind of address before he can move oh, on boy. because clearly there's something happening here. So here uh, is, is what it says in the article. Now, everyone here knows the transition of vote was anything but smooth. But transition we did. If you've been around for any length of time, you know how much heat I took for that and the constant stream of downvotes that eventually came my way. I mean, this guy, it's like Jesus on the cross. Effectively censoring and crippling my account there. Oh, my account sees. And then one day, before this announcement, I logged in and all my negative account points were erased. Just gone. Deleted from my account. I swear to God, these guys, for them, the deep state is just a mod in their chat room. (laughs) (laughs) I had come to the conclusion that in order to try and stop my efforts there, my efforts to direct people to the right mod team, (laughs) there it is, there it is, the right subverse, hashtag the cabal, leveraged an entire botnet against me and against the larger community to disrupt and sow discord at every possible turn. I'll give them this. It worked for a bit. But in the end... We beat them at their own game. We broke their botnet. And I will say this. I encourage the folks who've enjoyed and utilized r slash Great Awakening to hop on over to v slash QRV because the quality of the content is really improving. Oh, my God. Especially as this botnet has now been effectively wiped out. We were holding him back. Uh, we forced him to apply, um, you know, uh, teenage girl uh, filters on uh, old Greek statues that reek of uh, fascist thought and and then name himself after uh, women's tights. <laughs> um, and more participation there is only going to make it better and better and better. <laughs> oh, please come to my chat room. I'm so alone. <laughs> but the larger point I'm trying to make here is that I spent enough time living in hashtag Obamaland. Oh, man. Obamaland. I hate living there. I don't know about you, but I'm done playing by their rules and accepting their terms like they're somehow welcome at the table. They don't get to censor us anymore. They don't get to tell us how to think or how to speak or what to read or write. 
They don't get to shame us into conformity just because they're beholden to their favorite political idols and blinded by that near-religious devotion to moronic, quote, progressive ideals. No. What grew in me today, and I think some of you may have observed it on Gap when I just kept posting the K-word over and over, but what grew in me today was a righteous anger to see how these people scheme and manipulate to see how they work every day to actively shame good, hard-working, honest people like bloggers. Ah. <laughs> well, let's just say I'm adopting something of a take-no-prisoners approach with my writing from here on out. <laughs> this is the guy whose first post was saying the Obama children aren't his real children. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's stepping it up, boys. <laughs> um, and again, because these people are so dishonest, they'll take anything out of context to distort it into a quote, call for violence, or, quote, extremist rhetoric, I disavow all violence and violent acts. I disavow. Even though you are in the most important war yes. of your life no. that you compared to you World War One not too long ago, uh, just maybe a couple sentences ago, but... Violence is not the answer. <laughs> PayPal.com slash Neon Revolt is. Yeah. That's how you fight this war. One PayPal payment at a time. Uh, okay, so it continues. Oh, but I will gladly take every single last one of these dishonest hashtag mercenary propagandists to task for the harm they are inflicting on this nation. And I will personally make sure the nation never forgets until one, they all post deep, heartfelt apologies recanting their former deceit. And two, delete their Twitter slash Gab slash Mastodon slash Instagram accounts. Um, so yeah, uh, just a quick one, buddy. Not everyone's a white supremacist, so we don't all have Gab and Mastodon accounts. Um, but yeah, we'll delete the other ones. No problem. Yeah, I don't really like use Twitter all that much, and my Instagram's like kind of, you know, pretty pretty empty. So I thought the Soros I, setup team had you on that, buddy. They have I just IT got guy. a Gab account because like I wanted to respond to Neon. Yeah. And, and so 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 yeah, I've I've been, I've been chatting with it. It's it's Damn. really it's really a terrible app. Just just technically, the app I download the app it keeps crashing on me. Yeah. But uh, a lot of weird ads and stuff pop uh, up right. for like you know like swastika vests and <laughs> it's running on it's running on Windows ninety five. It just keeps telling you like missing white supremacy dot dll. Uh, yeah. It was like yeah the it's like, it's like ah they're not gonna show up here. It's like it's like hey what's up? And he was like. Yeah, okay, so, I uh, guess I'm. I mean, he yeah. does post constantly about his gab and how he's yeah, on gab like, and like, come like, like, see I, me on gab. I don't give it. I mean, it's like I I, I visit like you know compared to like uh, Q research. Oh, it's yeah, camp, yeah. Gab is like yeah. nothing. It's like so. Yeah. It's not like it, too well, extremist for me. You don't know the right rooms. <laughs> um, okay, so he continues. These are my terms, and I'm letting them know this up front because they are going to have to conform to them. Why? Because I won't be the only one who's angry. I'm just the herald of that hashtag righteous anger. They will all experience when the entire world learns the truth. They will never live this down until they recant, apologize, and delete. And I'm so glad to see other hashtag anons starting to feel the same way, starting to really feel that same righteous anger bubbling up inside of them. So th this guy's like just like early Torquemada, like he's like a mm. he's like a knockoff recant. You see, like there's that that yeah. fucking weird Orthodox Christian language just shoved in there. He's medieval. 
Yeah, it's gonna suck when like all the when QAnon like comes true and they're doing all the like military tribunals and mm-hmm. stuff and they drag us out of our like shitty apartments and fucking hang us in the middle of the street. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's again the, the sort of dreams of humiliation. One of the things that yeah. Neon has talked about before is that it's like he thought like, oh, uh, I'm sort of once once sort of like the storm happens, I'm going to be laughed out of every single newsroom. And uh, like I pointed out, I've never like set foot in a newsroom before. But <laughs> yeah. um, but they're all going to stop and find well, you yeah, there, exactly. giving it's you like, tons of money. I'll be totally discredited and I'll be just ruined, and humiliated. I'll feel terrible. It's just I'll be. I'll just. Panic! I'll, yeah. I'll hate myself. But he, he he imagines that this terrible thing is going to happen, and then I will be in emotional turmoil. Turmoil. This this is what they are ultimately fantasize about. Mm-hmm. Personally, when I close my eyes at night, yeah. I see uh, Travis View stripped naked and like right. Cersei walk down the main uh, street. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Shame. And just shame, yeah, shame, shame. People shame. throw feces at me. Wasn't that Travis View, <laughs> the man who doubted Q? That l- used to be the most beautiful woman in the realm. <laughs> yeah, the leader of the resistance. Look at him. Now, yeah, look, right. son, there goes the tap water goblin that used to be a beautiful young woman throw with the Christian ta- values. Throw Uncle the tap Farrell. water at him, throw the tap water at him, Timmy. <laughs> throw it at him, throw it at him, it'll burn his eyes. Get the fluoride in his mouth and eyes. <laughs> I have to sneak into town at night just to steal food. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so I mean, uh, I don't, I'm gonna go in quickly and show how Neon Revolt is a megaphone for anti Semitic and racist conspiracy theories. But don't take it from me. Let's read a July 22nd article in which he reposts intense white supremacy discussions from the Chans, but then does mental gymnastics to keep any potential normies in the audience calm. I believe as the resident Jew, I will read this. So the first part here is a quote that he's basically screen capped and inserted directly into his article. And the quote reads, everyone is freaking out, lol. The next to go down are the black rappers. They want to ruin black rappers too, colon, and then he has a list of the reasons they want to ruin black rappers. Number one is have kike and white artists take over. Okay. Uh, Number two, uh, black rappers are hard to control but easy to destroy because of their destructive lives. Okay, number three, keep rap Jew-owned. Which is like the best bumper sticker Ever. Keep, keep rap Jake, Jew Jake, owned. Keep rap Jew owned is your new fucking bumper sticker. We're making those. We're selling them to our listeners. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, you know, it tends to be the Jews uh, are the best white rappers. So, I mean, I guess some of the logic here tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so keep rap Jew owned since a lot of blacks are starting their own record companies. <laughs> Number four, switch the media's focus from kike Hollywood to black Hollywood. <laughs> Oh my God! That's so bad. Number five, black rappers are starting to distance themselves from progressive ideals, so it's hard to keep them in check. Most black rappers are woke on the JQ, but don't know how to articulate well enough to not be ruined. Uh, what's JQ? Let me guess. Is that Jewish question? It Correct. Is. He writes. It's been a long pet theory of poll that rap music was a psyop pushed by Jewish-owned, controlled record labels in Hollywood. Renegade seems to be confirming the theory here, as well as outlining the first few steps in their plan. As the term for as as for the term JQ, for those unfamiliar, <laughs> it refers to the quote Jewish question, mm-hmm. which might be stated as quote How does one point seven percent of the population <laughs> control so much of the media and or academia? End quote. Now I want to be clear. This is contentious territory and easily twisted around by Mm -hmm. critics as 
anti-Semitic racism. Julian. In order to <laughs> shut down any kind of resulting conversation. Why just can't a we talk about the Jewish question? It's just a conversation. <laughs> and then he goes, that's not free speech. <laughs> I also want to remind people that there's a difference between reporting on a subject and endorsing what you're reporting on, even though I've explained to you. <laughs> even though I was like, yeah, this guy I've explained renegade. explained to you what the Jewish question is. And he said, and renegade has outlined the next steps. So he's clearly saying like, hey, there's a Jewish question, renegade here, who literally just refers to Jewish people as kikes. But, but, but he's saying, I want to remind people that there is a difference <laughs> yeah. Between reporting on a subject and endorsing <laughs> yes, what you are yes. reporting on. If you call him anti-Semitic, it's not free speech. Yes. And if you quote a white supremacist you had a discussion with about white supremacy and then say he's outlining the next steps, you're not endorsing it. Yeah, you're not you're, endorsing it. You're covering it. it like a journalist. You're would. not endorsing it. You're just kind of interested in this, you know, very uh, sort of comparable thought to, you know, other just sort of... Conversations about society and that kind of stuff. Guys, we listen, there's a question, okay? It, it happens to be a Jewish question, okay? In history, we've never asked that question. No one has ever tried to come up with a specific answer, and that answer was not an awful thing that we all had to go through and we're still regretting. So, anyways, are we gonna have this open conversation or not, or do you hate free speech? He goes on to say, and while this chart is a bit out of date, it's still very representative of the answer those are asking the Jewish question would have people see. Okay, this is very, very uh -huh. uh, explicitly crafted. It says, and while this chart is a bit out of date, it's still very representative of the answer those, those? asking uh -huh. the Jewish question would have people see. So what is the answer, Jake? According to Renegade, you could add a few more blue boxes to the chart. Because I printed this up in black and white, you can't see it. But essentially, uh, it's a pretty consistent color throughout the entire thing. And that's the color uh, that's in the legend. It just says uh, um, Jewish. And then um, he writes... And it's just like a big grid that represents every single media entity. Uh, and it's just basically showing you that you know, it's, all, it's all Jewish. And it, it says, who controls your mind, 2013. Yeah, but the graph from 2013. I know. The who control your mind... Um, you know, mechanism for empirical uh, data collection was actually at its best in 2013. And since then, it's been getting less good. So right. this is golden era. Um, and, and the thing is, is, there's plenty of shit out there about like the negatives of having like six, essentially six companies control our entire media. I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there. He could have chosen to mm -hmm. just talk about it in a general sense that As like, hey, you know, it's weird that like these six, you know, CEOs of these companies control every single piece of media mm -hmm. that you see. You know, you know, nothing to do with their religion whatsoever. No, no, it really doesn't have much to do except for the fact that um, in capitalism, consolidation and uh, the kind of um, mergers of companies and yeah. this kind of like uh, corporatization of even the smallest enterprises in which they get sucked into umbrella companies that is creating, you know, a wealthy few and a poor rest of the world. Um, and the reason why you might see, you know, more Jewish people in 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 places where, um, you know, money is made in that way is because, as we explored in a previous episode, there were literally Jewish, uh, anti-Jewish laws in place, anti-Semitic laws in place that stopped them from owning property. So they had to move to liquidity-heavy um, uh, occupations. So it's like you're looking at that correlation later and going, something's wrong here. Which I'm just going to say, like... Uh, 
this is this is such a stupid thing, but it just they have so much logic and data. They love to go be like, well, you don't want to look at the crime statistics for black people that the FBI has put out, or you don't want to look at the percentage of Jewish people in the media or stuff like that. But then they really never want to look at the fact that in any given pool or like occupation, you're going to have a majority of some race or ethnic religion. That doesn't mean that we all have to like ask a question about it and then find some answer, which is genocide, and then engage in that genocide. I'm going to say you can just let that fucking shit lie. Yeah. It's like, that. that's fine. And his next sen- sentence is so fucking dumb. He writes, he writes, and he goes, and while as a Christian, I disagree with the Jewish religion, um, which is basically the same thing. Like, we both draw from the same exact Bible, essentially. You know, we, we, we both, uh, you know, we... You know, a lot of the same characters overlap. The, really, the biggest difference, the, really, in the, the mythology, of Christianity is a Jewish person. Yeah, yeah. The, well, and the biggest, well, and the biggest difference is that we don't believe that, or you know, that Jesus was the Son of God. We believe that so, he was this amazing, you know, philanthropist, essentially. Yeah, and like short shorthand for showing how what like how anti-Semitic this is, he has somehow managed to bold the word Jew in yes. Jewish. Yes, and so he's, he's done that the entire article. Jewish religion, and he bolded just the. Word Jew. I mean, I don't think it could be much more clear. He writes, he goes on, he writes, I harbor no hate for someone by virtue of their birth. Well, that's good. No, in my mind, this kind of chart is more indicative <laughs> of an Israeli psyop on the United States, which has been allowed to exist and operate freely for many, many years. Okay, well, let, I mean, we're not going to walk through the actual history. I mean, we might at some point on some episode walk through Israel's relationship right. to the United States, the formation of that state, and how uh, right-wing and, and, and hard-right are actually super down with uh, Israel, so this doesn't really make that much sense. Anyways. I used the Wayback Machine to pull up uh, Neon Revolt's very first blog post in 2017, where he kicks off with a Pizzagate post, and within a few days has done a tour of all the dumbest conspiracy theories possible. He accuses several women of being witches, Okay. posts pictures of, quote, Barry Hussein in ethnic garb, and claims that the Obama children aren't his actual biological children, Okay. and the article in question ended with a photoshopped picture of Obama with his hands down the front of his own daughter's pants with the word, it doesn't count as molestation when Democrats do it. This guy's beliefs line up with those of a medieval drunk, and I think his high word count is proof that writing has no inherent value. Neon Revolt, you're a mediocre crypto-fascist and a vicious little moron to boot. I second that. Yeah, yeah. So in the, in the middle of this very long uh, article, he has a, some very specific critiques for me specifically. Yeah, but you kind of started this all for him, right? This article is actually, you can tell you triggered him, and then this article was born from that because he found all the names of the other people yeah. on, yeah. Our, on our Twitter Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I made a tweet sort of promoting the, the podcast and a, a few of the you know people who are who are part of it, like um, uh, Will Sommer and Jared Holt. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm blowing a kiss to you right now. <laughs> and um, and uh, he saw this and he decided like, well, this and also uh, Mike Rothschild, who's a uh, another mm-hmm. um, uh, big anti-QAnon guy. Yeah. Um, he uh, it's like this sort of like th- he decided this is sort of the crew that he's going to take mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And um, never mind that we live in like different cities everywhere and barely talk to each other. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. OK, go so, on. So, yeah. So see, he has some sort of uh, sp- general critiques for me specifically. And he starts uh, he starts off with. Um, so um, anyway, uh, Tapwater Travis. Oh, by the way, he gave me a new nickname. Yes. It, it's like, yeah, I'm now Tapwater. I used to be Rat Tail Travis. I switched to uh, Tapwater Travis. So. But but I saw he Did he, he went back. No, but he went out of his way to make a Photoshop of a rat tail on your what is a, a fucking stock image, which I guess he at the time thought 
He didn't know it was a stock image. Yeah. But then later he found a real picture of you and posted it. Yes. Yes. Right. He saw. He saw. He's like. So when he saw like my my stock photo, that was the rat tail. When he saw my real photo, which I included my Washington Post article, nice. it's like that's that's me. That that's the tap water Travis version. Oh yeah, baby. So uh, yeah. So so he says. Um, so he, he sort of surveys my critiques and he says. Anyway, Tapwater Travis would have a leg to stand on if his premises weren't so immediately idiotic. In it, he assumes a couple of things about Q's efforts that are just flat out wrong. What yeah. are these premises? Number one, that there's no possible way Q could be true. Therefore, it's just an elaborate LARP. And uh, I think that this is actually a faulty logic. I would agree yeah. with him. I don't think I've ever argued that uh, Q is a priori impossible in the same sense that like a married bachelor is. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just just happens to this, be not this, true. This lacks logic because, yeah. I mean, you know, just because you think it's an elaborate LARP doesn't mean you don't think there's any possible way it could be true. Yeah. There's a little part of me whenever I look at conspiracy theories, I go, ooh, what if it's Ooh, true? Let's yeah, look into that's, that's why you that's look exciting. into them. <laughs> it's like if there's, I, a, there's a big part in Jake. Exactly, yeah. really. It's the only part in me, really. <laughs> really. See, here's the thing. Most people, like, most people do think it's just stupid and just dismiss it and don't look into it yeah. any further. Yeah. I treat it with more respect and more yes. curiosity and totally. more, and more, more open-mindedness than, like, than the people who ignore it. You yeah. are, you absolutely. Are, you are in a BDSM relationship with a QAnon community. I am, I am, all right? <laughs> I, am, I, I am kinky for QAnon. Um, kinky for Q, hashtag. Yeah, I just think that it's really, really unlikely, <laughs> you know, and uh, so uh, it's unlikely that Donald Trump, a venal man with limited attention span and no military experience, would spearhead or be integral to an unimaginably massive military operation to take down a global cabal of pedophile Satan worshippers yeah. that is going to dramatically change the landscape of the United States yeah. and is revealing this operation through cryptic messages on 8chan. That is almost certainly not true. Listen. Are you saying the man who was unable to close an umbrella might not be able to run something this complex? I, I, I think I am saying that, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, so, and so when you actually examine the evidence, you know, it gets worse. Like in the very first Q drop, Q was saying that Hillary was about to be arrested, right? Clearly Hillary isn't arrested. And they, they had some sort of like, you know, ad hoc sort of explanations about why she wasn't. It would be like, oh, mm -hmm. she was arrested, but she was wearing an ankle monitor. Yeah. And that's why she was wearing an orthopedic boot. But uh, uh, but what's the point? If their whole fucking thing is humiliation, what's the point of like a hidden arrest? Like there's no humiliation there, right? She, yeah, gets, to, yeah, right. she gets to keep doing, keep running for president, keep doing whatever yeah, she wants. Yeah, doing like book tours yeah. and like, you know, saying that like what all does, black people look the same. What and, kind of victory yeah. do you have over her even if she does have the, the, the ankle monitor? Sounds like a pretty good prison to me. Yeah. And, and what kind and when and, and how much influence that even after she's she's been, uh, you know, charged with the crime of trafficking, hum, chi, you know, human children and eating them. that They're like, you know what? Cool. We're going to put like an ankle monitor on you and like you can just like kick it in like Chapatacuaco or whatever the fuck that the, city's called. The, or whatever. I, I saw an Onion article recently. Just the headline was so amazing. It was like Hillary Clinton is raising two hundred million dollars uh, or she'll run again. <laughs> it's so good and i know that it was bought by a guy who's like a supposedly pro hillary guy so i i did w worry that the onion wasn't going to be as biting yeah uh, to neoliberals but it's still doing it man yeah they sure are he, he moves on he goes on to say um they say this despite the well-known fact that Trump has operated on the chance for a very long time. I don't think that's actually very well known. Mm. Yeah, I, or, that's not Trump is operating sure. on the chance. I don't. I have no idea where actually where this came from. I, you know, I, you know, I think Trump. Mm. You know, he's talked about how he doesn't use email. Yeah. Yeah. He's talked about how he. Um, 
he apparently he apparently has there's an iPad in the White House mm-hmm. and he refers to it as the flat one. And um, and he talks about how how he tried to lock Baron Trump, 10 year old Baron Trump out of the computer, but he, he got around it. He talks about how yeah. his 10 year old kid outsmarted him on the computer. Yeah, He's like any 70 year old dad. I yeah. don't think he's like that, like super technically savvy that he's using on a very no. difficult to use no. image board like 8chan. No. So I, I, I don't think that's well known yeah, at, or true at the very best. You know, some military advisor will, you know, run into the bathroom while he's, you know, taking a poo or whatever and saying like, well, he was like the lady. All right. We've pushed the latest Q message and it's, it's going really well. We've got, you know, 1.5 million impressions in the last 11 minutes. Yeah. And Donald's like, OK, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know at, the very, at the very best. He goes on to say. Is it that far of a stretch to think that uh, military intelligence would harness the power of this community? Yeah, that's a pretty far stretch, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, but this is more to write about these journalists' inherent bias than anything else. Because no one has done anything like this before, they assume that there's no way it would be done by Trump. Because, you know, he's, he's so the kind to be behold to these norms of behavior. He totally fits the mold out of which every president before him has been cast. But I don't understand. Do they? Do, I mean, of course, I, I know the answer to my question. These people haven't studied history, but there are so many incredible insurgent leaders that did have to change, like a, a crazy, uh, corrupt government, and try to. T- I mean, but they're just not Trump. Like, there's a lot of yeah. cases of this. Unfortunately, a lot of them are, you know, people trying to resist a, you know, either colonial or imperial regime or some sort of bizarre post-colonial occupation thing. That's where heroes are made. Heroes are not made. When you're like up there, you get to be the president and it's fine and your Congress and your Senate for two years were behind you. I don't get the victim narrative like how you can't be you can't be a fucking hero because there's very little resistance. Like your policies are carried out almost immediately if they make any sense. Like if your sentences make sense, people more or less carry out your policies, you know. Yeah. Then they hide the rest of the stuff from you because, you know, you're not making that much sense all the time. But. <laughs> all right. So uh, is, is the other way he says that I get Q wrong, he says uh, that Q is trying to predict the future, you know, like some kind of Zoltar cabinet at the county fair. So he says Q never claimed to be able to make exact predictions, especially on citizens' timetables. Oh, sure. There, there's That's a lot of literally. expectation and hope in the community that such okay. and such would happen by X date. But that kind of prediction rarely comes from Q himself. And this is this is partially accurate, but it's it's mostly bullshit because multiple Q drops have referenced the specific date, 11, 11, 18, yeah. right? Yeah. That was the day that the parade that uh, wouldn't be forgotten was supposed to be. That was the day that negotiations with Iran was supposed to be resolved. That was the date that uh, that uh, America would be united again. And that date wasn't created by the QAnon community. That came from from Q. Of course. And and so and so that's why a lot of people were being let down. In fact, you, in fact, Neon Revolt leads in this article for someone who is very frustrated by mm-hmm. the lack of fulfilled predictions. Right. And so, uh, but do you know that in in Q's latest drop, if you turn the number upside down, it says boobies? Oh, that is <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Exactly. <laughs> and also in, the, in this exact same post later down, Neon says that Q called the results of the midterm election over a month in advance. <laughs> so not. I know. So so. <laughs> And on one hand, Neon is saying, like, oh, of course, of course, Q doesn't like make predictions. He's not like some, some sort of psychic. That's ridiculous. Yeah, then he says. And then he says, like, Q can predict the 
party composition of the Senate, something that no one should be able to actually predict if we have a real democracy yeah. and people are voting freely. Yeah. That's, uh, this is mm-hmm. it's weird, weird. This is like this weird two-step yeah. that QAnon people actually do a lot where they say like, oh, this is ridiculous and they can't predict the future and then they count as uh, sort of like predictions as, as proof of Q. Yeah. It's almost like he's forgetting the, the two sentences ago as he writes in like a manic fury. Yeah. And this is what uh, Neon Revolt says Q really is. Q is a military operation responding to real threats in real time, worldwide. Any predictions made need to be understood within that context of action response, action response. Uh So, for instance, one thing these antiquated folks like to harp on is Q's failed Kavanaugh vote confirmation prediction, Mm. 53 to 47, when reality came out to 51-49. Now, first of all, the the actual vote was 50-48. So he, he doesn't even get the correction, right? Right. So, I mean, I love these guys because, you know, their whole thing is like, do the research. But then Mm -hmm. they just rush to the first thing they can get wrong. He says, forget the fact that, yes, Kavanaugh was, in fact, approved by the Senate at the time when it was unclear whether or not he would be. It was because Q was off by two votes that shows he's just a LARP with no credibility whatsoever. I want to just stop for one second and say that, hey, everybody knew Kavanaugh would be fucking pushed through by the Republican turds and that the Democrats wouldn't get their shit together. I'm sorry, but that is actually common knowledge for almost anyone who's observed the political machinations of both parties for years. I thought it was, yeah, I thought the everything, everyone kind of assumed that the confirmation hearings were kabuki theater and it was like his confirmation was like they had, they had, they had the majority in the, you know, the general belief is that he was they were going to push him through anyways. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure where this idea that yeah. where it was unclear is what it does show is that it's sort of like Q's Q's predictions show have as much credibility as like, you know, some dude writing an opinion column for a local newspaper. Right. Anyone right. can say like, well, based upon my analysis, I think it's going to be 53, 47. Well, mm-hmm. I was off by two votes or three. Yeah. And um, so, but you know, that's not Q. Q claims to be Q claims yeah. to be this military insider. And if you go, Q, to, Q is actually the, uh, the octopus that predicts the world cup every year. So, is his third way he says that I misunderstand Q. He says that I incorrectly think that Q is just talking to regular Americans. He says, mm. if Q is real, doesn't it make sense that every single evil force in the world that uh, Q is struggling against would be following his every word? Context matters. Understanding context matters. The context of QAnon's posts aren't always immediately evident to us, the average American citizen. And that's consistent with... Uh, what we would expect of someone at a high level of government intelligence, someone who is aware uh, of the lives at stake and are aware of evil people listening in, was trying to communicate publicly with the average citizen. Uh, I think what he's trying to say is like, well, if Q posts don't make sense to us, the average citizen, or or if it's false or it makes false predictions, it's because Q wasn't really talking to us. Uh, It was it was maybe uh, sending a message to the cabal, the opposition, to the opposition, or throw them off, or or like this. It was intentional disinformation to make the cabal make mistakes. One thing that always baffles me is that is that is like they hate the mainstream media because they think that it's pumping out lies to deceive people, right? Right. And then they're but and then they sort of acknowledge that yeah, sometimes Q posts are false and deceitful, but they're deceitful in a good way. So I so they accept they're accepting of Q's deceit and misinformation. But for some reason, they hate the MSM. So it's not even about... Uh, some reason, did you see the, the, the way that Acosta literally took off right. that young woman's arm? She right. fucking bled out on the floor of the White House fucking press room. <laughs> right. And nobody helped her. In horrifying. fact, Maxine Waters kicked her in the eye with her heel. Uh-huh. 
You saw that. I saw it. <laughs> Poor yeah, I saw blind, the video. woman. We all saw that video. I know. And the fucking the fucking dirty Dems tried to slow down the footage so it didn't look like the kicks landed as hard. Mm. Uh, but I mean, she lost her arm. Yeah. That's fact. So yeah. So he's basically saying that basically Q poster a Q is unfalsifiable. That like mm. if Q is true, then the predictions make sense, and if it's false, it's because there's some super secret yeah. reason that is false. But it's still yeah, still he, totally covered. Travis. Travis, you know we don't all understand the sun, but it does rise every morning. Right. So, uh, so the uh, oh yes, in this next in this next section of the article, uh, New One Revolt actually owns me pretty good. Uh, it's like <laughs> this is maybe the best owned by a QAnon believer I've ever I've ever had. And what what Neon Revolt did is that he listened to my very first podcast appearance on the shit post podcast with jared holt correct and, and friend of the show right and so this was my very first uh podcast appearance and also like the very first time i ever talked about QAnon like out loud to someone who gave a shit yeah like yeah. i've just been sort of tweeting behind the computer up to this point but did you act like a bitch <laughs> i i did not act like a bitch did you dishonor yourself i i did not dishonor <laughs> myself but i had sort of difficulty sort of articulating myself to uh jared Holt's very excellent questions. But I thought you were in newsrooms all the fucking yeah, time, right. cashing checks. So, uh, so, so basically, uh, he tr- and he transcribes a long section. Oh of my yes, PS. I read this, yes. and he puts in all your automatic. Yes, he, yeah, he, he puts in all your like, and he he takes beautiful creative liberties. He yeah, so so he transcribes very precise, by exactly yeah. what I said. Not cleaning up at all. Exactly. He sort of every sort of half spoken sentence and every um and er and well. He includes all of that. Wow, what that you must be fucking honored that this guy went. And took the time to transcribe every single thing. I know this is you why you wasted so I, much of his time. I, yeah. This is why I this I I sort of this I really like Neon. He is literally my number one fan. I guarantee no one else is listening to the deep yeah. Travis cuts and yeah. transcribing. No. My, yeah, definitely. No, he got not. pissed. Yeah. He is pissed. Yeah, <laughs> he is fucking. He's so mad. He's not mad online yeah. at all. He's not mad at all online right now. We don't have a bright neon <laughs> madman online. So. And so what basically what he does is that his critique was like, oh, so I'm making fun of all of Q's failed predictions. What about your failed predictions? Yeah, that's right. And, and well, you say, do say that you are the herald of a new I do, dawn. I do of say that I can predict the future. You this do is, say you are a, a fair criticism. You are you are also a military operation. Mili- yeah, I have secret <laughs> special knowledge from yeah. the military intelligence. So basically, <laughs> I, so I, I speculate that if QAnon is just like Pizzagate, then then um, then we'll probably see some sort of crazy claims yeah. coming out of the QAnon community. A few few days before the election because mm-hmm. in Pizzagate like four days before the 2016 election that's when sort of the crazy sp- uh, spirit cooking Satan worshipping sort of weird yeah. claims start bouncing around social media mm-hmm. so I said like wow so that's what happened with Pizzagate yeah. maybe the same thing is going to happen with and so here, here's my exact quote that he transcribes um, and if we're going to sort of assume that uh, what happened with Pizzagate is also going to happen with QAnon then what we're going to see is that the craziest claims that are going to happen about a week before the coming election, because that's what happens with Pizzagate. So, and so, and then Neon Revolt correctly points out that really nothing quite like spirit cooking really got sort of uh, spread around uh, mm. before this uh, recent, this recent election. Wasn't there, there was, well, was all kinds of insanity. Well, I, I read the, all kinds of crazy I mean, yeah, stuff about the like, migrant course, caravan. There was like, yes. They yeah. claimed that Blazy Ford was uh, a, a, a 
an actress in disguise. Well, that, that was, <laughs> I mean, that was, that was during the, you know, was the that was during the Kavanaugh hearing. Okay, so, yeah, so just before the midterms. Yeah, yeah there, there was, was really time. not. Yeah, yeah there it was, sounds like, like you had days. a fucking failed prediction, Travis. It did. It did. I was like, so yes, I speculated that possibly. Uh, first of all, I said Disgusting. that if we're going to sort of assume that what happened with Pizzagate is going to happen to QAnon, first of all, I, I couched it very carefully. Yes. And so, yeah. so he says, gonna gloss over your big miss here now, Travis, or maybe somehow when you do it, it doesn't count. I don't claim to have any sort of special inside information and Travis, Travis, Travis you sound a little triggered I am extremely triggered I, I, I just want to say that with leaders like you who needs people that aren't leaders you know <laughs> right. because you have brought the people to the water you lead an online yeah. caravan of sorts, like a Twitter caravan. Your followers are like your 6,000-person, 7,000-person caravan. Right. And you're leading them to the border by, you know, George Soros money, and you have a jetpack. I'm just a guy speculating. So whenever I talk about the future, let's go ahead and assume that I am not making a prediction. I'm like the, the millions mm-hmm. of other people on the internet yeah. who says, like, well, I think this is going to happen. And that's not what Q claims. Yeah. You know? And then people in the QAnon community think that Q mm. is able to predict the future. Yeah. It's based upon the prediction that there's going to be executions and yeah. mass indictments. But that and, is what a tap water goblin would say. Yeah, and here, here's, the, here's the difference as I see it, is that when you get called out on your big miss, you don't go, well, uh, of course... What I meant to say was right. that the elections next year, right. that I was talking about the thing. You don't try to go <laughs> oh, in. No, and, and tra- Travis's next article <laughs> is just like, we know who our enemies are. <laughs> They've come for us in the night. Right. If you're feeling despondent because I, I missed that, you think that my words are gold and you should trust every word I come up, please DM me because you, you need to stop you doing that. You need help. You need help. Yeah. Actually, we, all, we have this other awesome conspiracy that we can get you hooked on. <laughs> It'll be really good if yeah, you believe we, that. Yeah, we've got a couple great ones. Um, and anyway, so he, he, he then kind of caps off. I mean, he goes off on such a huge long thing. He, he drags Jordan into it. Um, he drags... A bunch of ex-guests of the, of the podcast in on it. And then he explains that they're all like... He starts kind of bringing in some homophobia stuff. So he starts to call us Soros Rent Boys, um, which encouraged another user to call us Soros Butt Boy. And um, he then posted on Gab like, Hey guys, I just called him a, a Soros Butt Boy. I'm probably going to get... Uh, I'm probably going to get blocked. Man, how um, sad is it that like he probably like, you know, spent at least 10 minutes like fantasizing about how awesome it would be when, when you know, yeah. he got blocked. Dude, when I nail this guy by showing him that, I'm, gonna get blocked. that I'm homophobic and anti-Semitic, he's going to block me and I will have won. I'm going to get blocked. <laughs> I'm going to get so blocked. I'm going to get so blocked. Oh my dude. God, you guys. There's no, that's the thing with these people. There's no victory beyond getting blocked. That's it, right? Someone's triggered. Great. Yo, you win. Yo, Neon, we're going to go to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and like kick back a couple. Are you, uh, you want to come with us? Ah, fuck, I would, but like I'm kind of waiting for to get blocked for this. I'm transcribing guys. the onomatopoeia of this stranger on the internet. Uh, <laughs> fucking oh my God. But so he writes, he writes at the, at the end of this article, he goes, God. I swear I have more testosterone flowing through my veins than all five of these hashtag mercenary propagandists put together. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm pissed off. We did not get fucking included. So this is Travis Jordan. Um, who else? Who else? Mike Rothschild. Will. Uh, Will Sommer and Jared Holt. Where is Jake and Julian? Okay, just because you couldn't figure out our last name, you can't try to dox us? Come on, man. Make yeah. a fucking effort, Neon Revolt. Yeah, that sounds like a challenge. I'm totally not looking forward to when we do get doxed. We want the five to have no testosterone. Seven. Um, seven. Yeah, seven. and like, you know what? Enjoy your enjoy your testosterone, man, because you're going to go bald before all of us. 
Mm. You know, that's where, ball, you know, that's because that's where baldness comes from. If I, you actually, if you have a lot of testosterone. I'd say that testosterone for people like Neon Revolt is kind of a double-edged sword because you really want your balls to be swollen while you watch uh, Wheel of Fortune all day. Yeah, he's definitely not low T. It's not like you're banging. <laughs> if you have the time to put together what you do, Neon Revolt, I'm going to say you're 5,000 words later. Not getting in, got not getting you any. So he, he continues. He goes, look at what a bunch of weak little liars we have here. They deserve a name, I think. How about the hashtag mild bunch? Nice. And all that's to say that these are the hashtag soy sapiens they're sending after you in order to terrorize, demonize, and demoralize you? These are the laughingstock hashtag astronauts. <laughs> Dude. That's fucking great. Hells yeah. I love that. Um, who they're sending to intellectually intimidate you? Dude, we're not trying to intimidate you. Like, we're just... I'm um. triggered. And then he writes, it's laughable. It's an utterly laughable tactic, even though you ain't laughing, my dude. Yeah, you're writing 5,000-word angry articles. Yeah, I'm going home and playing Red Dead Redemption until the fucking sun goes down. This is exactly the conservative thing where it's like, oh, that is so laughable, isn't it? Oh, God. And you just, like, fucking vein on your forehead, and you're trying to act like you're laughing, bitch. (laughs) And he goes... But the only way it ends is if you, all caps, stand up and call out their hypocrisy and their lies and distortions. Yes. I would Please. love. Hashtag yeah, I would love. QAnon Anonymous. At QAnon Anonymous. Yes. Post that we are distorting reality. Post that we are lying to everybody. Please post about our podcast. Yes, post you our lies. To, you have to take us seriously. We are a threat to your existence. Post <laughs> the lies. And if, you want, and, and if you want to hear more lies to gather for your, um, you know, for your uh, uh, compendium, uh, please donate... Um, um, anything you can www.patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous that triggers us so bad a $5 even a $10 donation oh will guarantee that we keep spewing lies if disinformation if you keep sending us money we're going to keep sending triggered signals to you and you're going to feel ha- happy because it's the only way you still feel joy and then Mr. Revolt writes remember that hashtag righteous anger I was talking about <laughs> yeah get yourself some <laughs> then channel direct and focus it why I'm still the only major pro QAnon guy calling these reprehensible con artists out is beyond me. It's time for you all to step up. And yeah, I'm including the other big pro Q names out there. Yes, start posting about the yes. QAnon <laughs> Anonymous podcast. Please. Big names. Yeah. Praying Medic, if you could like post praying about us, that'd be amazing. Yes. Hey, Praying Medic, more like Praying Pedic. <laughs> End of story. Come at us, bitch. Um... Whatever medium you work in, be it text, on forums, through video, or podcast. You know, the places where you wage war. It's like text, forums, (laughs) video, podcast, text, forums, video, or podcast. It's time to start speaking out against these deceivers. It's not enough to just stick with trying to decipher Q and hoping the military and Trump will just magically solve everything. It's time to start going on the offensive in the war of ideas. But this guy literally thinks, wait, this guy thinks that we are in a war against Trump, the military, and QAnon followers. Dude. And he thinks that we're scared of the QAnon followers? If the U.S. military comes after us, we're fucked. And so are you, you dumb dipshit. And then he writes... It's time to start calling out the hypocrisy and double standards on social media. These jackbooted cracker jacks. Neon Revolt is the is the old chewing gum you would find in baseball cards when you were a kid. Fucking unchewable, no flavor, but he's always there. Dry, 
crusty. Yeah, says Bra- shit like jackboot Bra- cracker. <laughs> breaks in half very easily. Crumble- <laughs> crumbles in your jean pocket. D- dusty somehow. Really dusty. He writes, pop that bubble and disabuse them of any and and disabuse yeah. them of any and all illusions. Yes, that's correctly written. Hold them to a standard. Use their own words against them because they certainly aren't going to hold themselves to any standard. No, no. No tactic is too low for them. They are not the majority. They never were. And when this is all over, they will bend the knee. See, I'm doing you a fucking favor, bend dude. The knee. I'm doing you a fucking favor, dude, and reading you your own bullshit way cooler than you. Like, yeah. Like if he was if he was reading it, it would probably sound something more like, and when this is all over, <laughs> <laughs> they will bend the knee. Neon Revolt, I am going to pack you into a human-sized potato gun and shoot you <laughs> into the side of one of those little windmills, and you're gonna get caught in the mechanism, and the windmill is gonna paddle you over and over like the little baby that you are, and we're all gonna laugh and we're gonna put a little sucker in your mouth. Yeah, because you know what? Julian's not afraid to go violent rhetoric. I will literally get an Acme anvil, and I'm going to drop it on you from incredibly high. Yeah, you guys may not be violent, but we definitely have no problem getting a a crate of cartoon dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) We we want the end result. for We want your hair to be frizzy and black, and we want little birds to be turning around your fucking head, dude. That's how violent we are. We're going to destroy you. Yeah, we're going to lower you into a steaming pile of dip and then run over you with a steamroller and watch your car and watch your cartoon go slowly rise out of your body. Yeah, you know, the interesting is like this is like a change in tactic from like QAnon people because usually they welcome criticism. They welcome yeah. attention. Yes. Like like yeah. their whole is like whenever like a mainstream media outlet writes about QAnon, it's always all, all for a LARP and like that's the that's the extent yeah. of their criticism of right. They usually ignore shills, in fact. It's the policy. Yeah, yeah policy. It's like all sh- all shills you know, are stupid. They don't know, know what, what they're talking dude? about. And um yeah, we must be over the target if yeah. we're getting this much attention. They welcome it. This is like, oh, keep it up. Keep red pilling more people by you know, talking about this more. I think honestly, I think what it is The metrics are down. Yeah, I think the metrics are down I and think, they well, need a fight. They and, need a beef. And exactly. and I yes. think that they're I think as time goes on, it gets harder and harder to, to sort of justify <laughs> anyway. So he he concludes with this statement. And when this is all over, they will bend the knee. Or they'll never be able to find dignified work ever again. Because that's not true, man. Uh, being anti-Q uh, tremendously helps my career in Hollywood. And also, no one in this country really can find dignified work, so it's you know not really about us. They'll never be able to find dignified work ever again, because everyone in the country will know of their stupidity and their treachery. So to answer my earlier question, do you believe we can win? Oh, my friends, I believe we can do so much more than win. I believe we are already winning, and we will send anyone who attempts to oppose us running for the hills with their tail tucked between their legs. Run for the hills, run for your lives. Neon Revolt, Neon Revolt, Neon Revolt. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of QAnon Anonymous. We have a mailbag segment. You can send any and all questions to QAnonAnonymous at gmail.com. We will answer them on the podcast without doxing you. You definitely should follow Travis View. He is Travis underscore View on Twitter. Um, also known as Tapwater Goblin, also known as Rattail Travis. Travis, thank you so much for coming on for another week. It's amazing uh, as always. Of pretending you're a guest instead of at this point part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Our Twitter is at QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on our podcast. We are supported by you, our lovely listeners. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous. If you pay five bucks a month, you'll get access to our premium episodes and give the show a chance to grow and put out even more stuff. Our latest episode is on the uh, amazing grifter um, that is education for libs. Uh, and my God, we have literally, we have firsthand documents, police records, etc. It's going to be real good. I'd like to say a hearty, hearty shout out to our current supporters, Andrew F., Bullywhiff the Great, Carson P., The Feared, Chris M., The Gracious, Eric O., The Omnipotent, Jared M., The Master, John S., The Slayer, Jonathan S., The Giant, Kaya B., The Brave, Linda R., The Revolted, and the shit cast. And, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> and the shit post podcast. If you can't afford to support us financially, you can always help by telling friends about us, posting about us on social media and message boards, Reddit, etc. If you haven't already, go on iTunes and give us a five star rating. We must defeat the Q Believer Boomer Militias. Jake, thank you for renting a plane just so you could attach a flag to it that says, I love Julian and fly it around Milwaukee for seven hours last Tuesday. No problem. Listener. We'll see you around the bend. And may the deep dish bless you and keep you. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact.